This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We go to the seventh. A. Valdez will lead it off for BYU. First pitch outside, ball one from C.J. Fernandez. Valdez uh, came in as a pinch hitter in the fifth, struck out. So this will be Abe's second at bat of the evening, and he takes that one up, one ball and one strike. we got nine outs to play with here, Brent. Just find a way to get a few guys on base and chip away and get back in this game. It's, it's, I mean, your base is loaded a grand slam from tying this thing. So, Two balls, no strikes. Little looper. That ball's going to be a base hit by Valdez. Not hit hard, but hit in front of the left fielder, Oyama. So a leadoff single by Valdez, and that will bring Brock Hill to the plate. Yeah, nice way to lead off an inning. Need to answer after they put up their three spot. Hale steps in. Brock two for three, a pair of singles. He grounded back to the pitcher his last time up. With uh, runners in scoring position, and the first pitch to Hale is down low, ball one. Yeah, and that was a heck of a at bat that he grounded out, fouled off five or six pitches, and Hit it right back to him and got out. It's a tough game sometimes, Brent. Oyama, the left fielder, five foot two. You can barely see him out there. He's so deep against that 37-foot wall. Swing and a miss by Brock. One and one to count. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he literally can take two steps and he'll hit the left field wall. One and one to count to Hale. As the Cougars try to battle back here in the seventh, leadoff single by Valdez got things started. And the pitch to Hale is inside for ball two. Yeah, and this is a base runner type game now. It's all about base runners. Get guys on and put pressure on them. Two balls and a strike to Hale, the senior out of Mesa. And... Here is the pitch. That pitch hit him. I think Hale thought that pitch was going to curve a little bit, but got him somewhere. I couldn't tell where. Maybe up on the shoulder. It looked like in the back of the neck shoulder area. So Hale down to first base. Cougars with runners now at first and second. Nobody out. And uh, Jackson Clough stepping in. Shortstop number four, Jackson Clough. Now the pitching coach out very slowly from the dugout. I believe that's Bobby Andrews. He's been with uh, Gill for seven seasons. And he's making a slow walk uh, out to talk to his big right-hander. He's done a great job here, I'm telling you. They always pitch it. It's unbelievable. They build their foundation as pitching. They always have three really good starters and good bullpen arms. They know how to pitch their field. You know, the ball doesn't travel a ton at night here, and they do a good job here. If you remember, they just got lights here a few years yeah. ago. The neighborhood was all against it. And then, great story, one of the committee chairmen on the neighborhood were out of town, and so they held a special meeting and got it passed and got the lights up in a hurry. Yes, they did. This used to all be day baseball here. And it plays different here in the day. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. It's a whole different part. Much heavier air. First pitch, that's a ground ball out toward the shortstop. He's got it. Steps, can't step on. No. He, no. 
He did wow, not step on Joey. second. He threw the ball to first base, and uh, Stegner calls him out. Boy, it looked like Clough might have beaten that one out. Yeah, Joey, come on. You've been good all day over there, don't Well, there was some real indecision on Stegner right there. He didn't know what to call. Yeah, he didn't. One I thought man Clough out. beat that. One Looks man. like we've got a pinch hitter now. Looks like uh, DJ McNew. So McNew is going to be brought in and hit for Deming. 6-3 on the putout of uh, Clough. Runners at uh, second and third base. So McNew, I would imagine you'll see him take over at third base for Deming. McNew with an opportunity here. Come up with a big base hit and get the Cougars right back in this one. Deming had been 0 for 3 coming into the ball game and committed that big error in the fifth where a couple of runs scored. McNew takes that one outside, ball one. Well, DJ has power. He's a fly ball type guy. He has power. Can leave the yard easily. Highly recruited kid uh, out of Missouri. Uh, JC in Missouri had an injury and now back. And uh, when I saw him work out, I thought he'd be a much bigger part of this team. Pitches fouled up and out of play. Just hasn't been able to find the spot. Came in and played a little second base early and. Hey, you know, he got hot early offensively and put up about 14 RBIs early. And then his last, like, 10 at-bats, he's been really struggling. But he's got a big shot right here to get some confidence. Yeah, he's got 49 at-bats, hitting 245 on the year. There's a strike, one and two the count to McNew. He, but uh, he mentioned uh, 49 at-bats and 15 RBIs. These are crucial runs out there, crucial runs. You've got to find a way right here. Guy on third, less than two to get an RBI. Cougars have already left nine guys on base through the first six innings. He's got two out there right now with one man out. And the pitch to McNew, he checked his swing, did not go. And the count uh, now two and two. DJ McNew wearing number 12 on the back of that jersey. 6'2", 195-pounder out of... uh, State Fair Community College in Mountain Grove, Missouri. Playing his junior year for BYU. Check that, a sophomore year. McNew swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Yeah, it's a really bad at bat. Didn't swing at one strike. Every single ball he swung at was in the dirt. They'll leave it up to McIntyre, who tripled his last time up. Mitch is two for three, a single and a triple, and has scored a run. You know, Brent, you just keep pulling for kids, like, come on, find a way. This is a chance for you to, you know, earn yourself back in the lineup. You have a great situation. Hit a sack fly here and score a run, cut the lead a little bit down, and then, you know, you go swing at three balls in the dirt. Maybe just trying to do too much, you know? It's just no it's frustrating. Two men out, pitch to McIntyre is way outside, ball one. 5-1 the score, LMU leading BYU. LMU with two in the fourth, three in the sixth. All three of those runs were unearned. Cougars got their lone run in the sixth. Cougars have eight hits and only one run. And the pitch to McIntyre is over for a strike, one and one. Cougars over the last three innings have stranded uh, 
Seven. Hmm. That's the difference. And you get, then you have the two big errors in the sixth. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Pitch is down low. Throw down to third base, and uh, Valdez back in safely. Cooper Ewell, very good arm and not afraid to use it. Valdez didn't have that much big of a, a lead down there. Play wasn't even close. Ewell really lucky he didn't throw that ball away. That would have scored two right there. Yes, it would have. Two and one the count to McIntyre. And the pitch to Mitch is up a little bit high. Ball three. Well, Kringland's on deck. Here you go, Mitch. Here you go. 3-1 count. Get a good pitch here. Hammer and get two RBIs. There were big runs out there, Brent. If you want to get back in this game and have a chance to win, those guys got to score. Three balls, one strike, two men out, two men on. And the pitch. McIntyre takes that one down low, ball four. So bases loaded here for BYU. Well, the only guy on your team today that has an RBI is Keaton, and he's been in spots. This is his third straight at bat with runners in scoring position. Here you go. Kringlin singled in a run on the first pitch he saw in the sixth inning after striking out and popping up his first two ups. At bats, and uh, now Gill out of the uh, dugout. And uh, they are going to make a pitching change. So with that, we'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin, BYU Radio Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Well, Nick Frasso, their closer, is into the ballgame, and here we are in the top of the seventh inning. Frasso, this is his uh, 12th appearance. He's thrown 38 innings this year, given up 23 hits, 48 strikeouts in those 38 innings and 11 walks. Opponents hitting 168 against Frasso. He's been very, very good for this Lion team. And he will inherit three runners, bases loaded, and uh, Keaton Kringlin steps in for the Cougars. Well, he's like seven feet tall and throws 95, so it makes it <laughs> tough with a good breaking ball. Frasso's got him listed at 6'5", 190 out of Rancho Palos Verdes. He is a sophomore, and the first pitch is a ball. You throw 95 in your first pitch coming into the game as you throw a breaking ball. One and all the count to Kringlin. One of the veterans on this team for the Cougars. And here is Frasso's pitch, and that is over for a strike. Fastball on the outside corner. Yeah, that was painted at the knees. Good pitch right there. Keaton didn't like it. This LMU team was shut out by Pepperdine in the first two games over the weekend and came back and won 5-1. Then they beat Long Beach State Tuesday 6-5. So they've won two straight after losing four consecutive games. And the 1-1 pitch to Kringland, a swing and a miss, 1-2. and two. Some cheddar right there, blew it right by him. Yeah, Keats got to ramp it up just a, a notch. 
here with this uh, kind of velocity. As Frasso looks in at uh, Cooper Ewell. And here is the 1 2 pitch. Popped up. Foul out of play. All right, you got a piece of it there. Okay, you've seen that fastball three straight times. You're just sitting dead red. That curveball is so slow that you can still probably flare at it and put it in play. But uh, sit dead red right here and hit it right back up the middle and get two runs. Big spot right here, Keith. One and two. Here's the pitch to Kringlin. Up high, ball two. Yeah, tried to throw that as hard as he possibly could right there. Just overthrew and left it high. <laughs> two balls, two strikes. Kringlin, the senior out of Cedar City, steps back in. And here is the pitch. Strike three called outside corner. Keaton thought the ball was down. He goes down on strikes. Cougar strands three more here in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors. Three big runners stranded on base, 5-1. LMU leading BYU on your new skin, BYU Radio Network. Trevin Escara steps in. The cleanup hitter, who is 0 for 3. A pair of strikeouts and a pop-up. And Burrup's first pitch is swing and a miss for strike one. Well, Brent, you can't say that the Cougs haven't had chances, right? It left 11 on in the last uh, four innings. Plenty of opportunity, just unable to get the big hit. Here is the 0-1 pitch from Burrup. Popped up foul and out of play. Yeah, when you look back at that uh, the really decisive inning and the, uh, the six with the two errors, just one hit. There were two errors. There was a hit batter and a walk, and they score three. All unearned. Pitch from Burrup is down low in the dirt for a ball. And then the Cougars battle right back in the top of the seventh. Load them up. And uh, a couple of strikeouts to end that inning. And uh, BYU just has not uh, been able to get it done here tonight, so far anyway. Here's Burrup's pitch. That's down low. Two balls and two strikes. We're in the bottom of the seventh. LMU leading the Cougars 5-1. And Bo Burrup on the hill. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Good changeup right there, Burrup. Well, Burrup has retired the two guys he's faced since coming in. Got a nice job. Inouye came in and 
two errors behind him. Yeah, he that got, was the end of Blake's day. Yeah, he got the ground balls, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, My what good. more can you do? We were sitting yeah. there saying, get a couple of ground balls here, and that's exactly what happened. One man out, Delgado steps in. He was hit by a pitch his last time up, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Delgado flew out to a deep right in the second, tripled in the fourth, and then was hit by a pitch and scored in the sixth. Pitches down low, ball two. Well, the Cougars have had, for the vast majority of the year, been clicking on all cylinders defensively, offensively, and especially on the mound. But t- tonight, it just hasn't, uh, that hasn't been the case. Pitch is over for a strike, and, and that's bound to happen. Yeah, over it's going to happen over in the a fifty-game yeah. season. That that is going to happen. It's going to happen. Just uh, sucks that it happens in a game like this where you got a team that's not as offensive, and all those errors are actually turning into big runs for them. Here's the two-one ball foul back. Two balls, two strikes, one out. And Tommy Delgado, the hitter. He is the right fielder for the Lions. And Bo Burrup, the lefty on the hill for the Cougars. And a swing and a miss, and Burrup with another strikeout. Very nicely done, Bo Burrup. Nice to see Bo have some success out there, being given an opportunity. And with the way the Cougar starters have thrown and their two or three key relievers, it's Burrup's kind of been out of the ro- the yeah, rotation. He kind of has. He's been he out, out of the, the thought process. Out of the mix, yeah. But I know Coach Littlewood said at Cal, he came in through a great inning, through, and he says he's now back. He's yeah. now back in the – and so good for Bo. That's all it takes sometimes. But he's been doing good in practice, too, the last few weeks in our inner squads and and live VP has been throwing well. Two men out, and Chavez steps in, and he fouls the first pitch off. We are in the bottom of the seventh here at uh, Page Stadium on the campus of LMU, and the Cougars uh, find themselves down 5 1. And Burrup's pitches uh, down low for ball one. Ballpark uh, outfield completely lined with giant. I'm not sure what kind of trees they are, but they're, what, 60, 70-foot trees all the way around the, the ballpark. And here is the 1-1 pitch. Ball fouled up and off of uh, the screen behind home plate. Yeah, it's a real cool park. I like it. A lot of character to it. They just, you know, need to probably upgrade the facility. I mean, the infrastructure, the seating. I think they could draw a lot better if they would do that. Do you have in your notes there when this thing was built? I'll look that up and see. I'm not sure if I'm aware of that. First game played at uh, Page Stadium, 1983. So not as uh, old as we would have thought. Pitcher or the uh, 
Steven Chavez is hit by a pitch, so he goes down to first base. So one man out, and uh, Lambeau steps in. He's uh, two for two today, a bunch single, had a sack bunt, and also singled his last time up. Now we're going to get a pinch runner for Chavez, 14 for LMU. That is uh, Ryan Rooley, a senior out of Livermore, California, into pinch run. So a runner at first with two men out. And Lambeau the hitter. And a throw to first and back in safely is Ruley. LMU holds a 15-13 edge over BYU all-time in baseball. They've won the last three in a row against these Cougar team as they won three swept BYU up in Provo last year. Pitch is over for a strike. They're seven and three in the last ten games against BYU. So this has been one of those West Coast Conference teams that's uh, given the Cougars fits over the last few years. And here is the 0-1 pitch. No, a quick throw to first and the runner Again, back in safely. Last year at BYU, if you remember, the LMU won uh, 9-4, won 9-8 in 12 innings, and then uh, 7-4. And that pitch is uh, fouled off on a bunt attempt and 0-2 the count. So that uh, extra inning game that we lost last year, it's one of those games I'll never forget. We had uh, a runner at first with two outs in the last inning down a run. There was a ball hit to left pop fly in the air that landed between the left fielder, third baseman, and shortstop, and it bounced up over them. And Paxton Larson, who was a pinch runner at first, was running. As he hit third, he would have scored to tie the run. He hit the bag and tripped and fell down. And uh, That's right, I remember that. wasn't able to. So then it was a. Then there was two guys on with, you know, two outs, the the tying and winning run on on second and third, and the last guy grounds out to end the game. And it's like, are you kidding me? That's how you end up losing. You you you, you trip on the bag when you would have scored easy because the way the ball bounced. It was crazy ending. Oh, and to the count. As Lambeau steps back in, here's Burrup with a pitch. That's down low. A ball and two strikes. Game two tomorrow night, same time. Seven o'clock back in Utah. Six o'clock here on the Pacific Coast. Lions and Cougars. The rest of the conference will get uh, their games going tomorrow. Around the West Coast Conference. A ball and two strikes. And Burrup, a long look at first, now a pitch, and that ball's lined into right field, base hit. And Lambo's had quite a ball game. There's a throw through, and they are, they're going to get the runner 
tied up between second and third, first and second. Now the runner from third is going to try to score, and the Cougars are going to try to throw him out. Here comes the throw, and he is going to be tagged out, and LMU kind of runs themselves again out of a bit of an inning right there after the single by Lambeau. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through seven complete, 5-1 LMU over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Noah Hill steps in for BYU. He is two for two on the day with a walk. And the first pitch from Nick Frasso is over for a strike. Well, they bring in their closer in here in game one. And uh, he might go three innings. You never know. Definitely will, unless they can add some in the eighth. They'll definitely try for that three-inning save. Pitches outside. One ball and one strike. Cougars give up 300 runs in the sixth inning. And that's the difference in this one. As BYU just kind of kicked it around in the inning with a couple of throwing errors. 1-1 pitch. Noah Hill swings and misses at that heater. You got to see the ball down, that high fastball out of his hand at his elevation, how high he is, and it just really rises on you, and it makes it tough to hit. 95 all of a sudden looks like 98. You got to see that ball down. One ball, two strikes. Frasso's pitch is a curveball. It misses outside. Two and two the count to uh, Noah Hill, the leadoff hitter. He'll be followed by Jelilich and then uh, Brian Sue. There's a pitch that was off the plate. Hill swings and misses for the strikeout, one man out. Yeah, it was in the other batter's box. He was just sitting dead red, and that ball just kept cutting away from him. For a swinging strike three. Jelilich now steps in. Struck out his first two times up, had an infield single his last time. And the first pitch, fastball over for a strike. Here's the 0-1 to Denny, and that's another fastball and another strike. Not sure what he's looking at. Those are two fastballs right down the middle that he's taken. 0-1-2. And Frasso from the windup. Ball fouled back. Frasso has faced a couple of hitters. He struck out uh, Kringlin with the bases loaded to end the seventh. Struck out Hill to lead off the eighth. And now he's ahead to Danny Jelich 0-2. And here's his pitch, and that's a curveball, and Jelic swings and misses. So three consecutive strikeouts by Frasso. Top of the order, Brian Sue comes up. He's a reason that he's on the back end. He's got good stuff. It's a good, good pitcher, my goodness. Brian Sue 0 for 3. 
He has walked once in the ball game, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. Brian uh, flew to right in the first. Granted that to the third baseman in the third. Walked in the fifth. Granted that to the shortstop in the sixth. And here's the one ball pitch to Sue, and that's over for a strike. The uh, Lions do have another pitcher with more saves, actually. Uh, Matt Volker has six saves, but has an ERA much higher. Well, it's funny. Between these two, it's either one's been the starter on the weekend for game three or the closer. And so this year, this this weekend, they're going to go with Volker starting game three and using him as the closer. So it's kind of interesting the way they do that. 2-1 pitch. Jelich hits the ball off the second baseman, or Sue hits the ball hard off the second baseman's glove. Play that probably could have been made. It was a tough play. See if they go hit or air there. So the Cougars with a two-out base runner. And Abe Valdez will step in. Looks like they are going to go base hit there for Sue. Valdez one for two, struck out his first time up and uh, singled his last time at the plate. Pitches Mm. over for a strike. His off speed doesn't look that good, but you couple it with that fastball and how you have to sit on that fastball. It makes it a little better, but it just kind of floats up there. You're right, it does. Here's the 0-1. That pitch is down low. How shallow the center fielder is with Valdez up. My goodness. Oh, Yama in left is deep. Yeah. And the center fielder is uh, well over in the right center field gap and very shallow. Valdez swings, and the uh, ball gets away from the catcher. Sue didn't get a good look at it and was not able to take that extra bag. That almost hit him right there. Yeah. Valdez swinging to the pitch. It was way inside. Sometimes when a guy has high velocity, hitters just get outside their minds. They're thinking, okay, i got to be so aggressive. If I see a ball, i got to be on time and, and swing. It's like, hey, make him throw strikes. Ball and two strikes to Valdez. And the pitch, and that's up high, ball two. Top of the eighth, Lions leading the Cougars 5-1. Cougars five losses in the conference, uh, lead the league. They're three full games ahead of uh, LMU as uh, these two teams uh, entered play tonight. Valdez pops it up foul out of play. Well, the good thing Abe's making him work a little bit, get his pitch count yeah, up a little bit. Go. Maybe not, uh, might not be able to close all three games or limit limit his uh, use a little bit. Exactly. And if you just get on base, you got Brock Hill up that has a chance to hit a three-run homer and cut this to one run. I still got belief. Two balls and two strikes. A runner on base, and Brian Sue, and here is Frasso's pitch, and that pitch is on the inside corner. 
for call strike three. And the Cougars retired in the inning on one hit. And one man left. We're through seven and a half, five one. LMU leading BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ryan Brady into the ball game for the Cougars. This will be Ryan's just his uh, fourth appearance battling back from that Tommy John surgery. He's gone uh, four innings this year. Had four strikeouts. So Brady on to pitch here in the bottom of the eighth with LMU leading this one by a score of 5-1. to one. Dylan Hirsch will step in. Hirsch has walked, singled, and had another walk. Cougars have left 13 men on base here in this ballgame. And the first pitch from Ryan Brady's up high, ball one. Dylan Hirsch's uh, single came back in the fourth. He picked up an RBI on that hit. And here is the 1-0 pitch. That's up high again for ball two. Brady, outstanding prospect, Park City High School. Went down early last year in the season and just uh, kind of rounding into form physically, mentally trying to get it back. Pitch is over for a strike, 2-1. and one. We are at Page Stadium here on the campus of LMU. In Los Angeles, game one of a three-game set. Pitches up high for ball three. Cooper Ewell, the catcher's up next, and then the top of the order, and uh, Nick Sogard. And here is Brady's pitch. Ball fouled off. the score as we play the bottom of the eighth. Cougars have out hit LMU 10-8. As we mentioned earlier, they're 22-0 and out hitting their opponents. But they're on the wrong end of a 5-1 score here tonight. Hard to get 10 base hits and only score one run in the ballgame. That pitch is outside ball four. So Hirsch walks to lead off the eighth. And Cooper Ewell. He is grounded out, struck out looking, and been on by way of an error. So Ewell will step in. The LMU catcher. Runner at first base, and now Ryan Brady will work from the stretch. And the first pitch is fouled straight back for strike one. Tuckett Slade had some other responsibilities, so he's had to leave the broadcast area. As we play the bottom of the eighth here in uh, Los Angeles. 
And here is Ryan Brady's 0-1 runner going. Ball hit into right field, base hit on the hit and run. Ewell will end up with a single. And the runner, Hirsch, moves to third base on the single. Now top of the order, Nick Sogard comes up. Sogard has struck out, he's walked, he's singled, and he's been on by way of an error. Cougars playing back in the infield looking for the potential double play ground ball. McNew at third base about even with a bag. Sogard uh, one for three today, and here's the first pitch from Ryan Brady, and that is outside ball one. Mentioned it was early season last year over in Hawaii, one of the first uh, three or four series the Cougars played when Ryan Brady came up with that injury. And Tommy John in, uh, surgery was done. Very highly recruited pitcher out of Park City High School. And Brady. will pitch to Sogard, and that pitch is over for a strike. One and one the count. This LMU team, tremendous speed. They've got 62 stolen bases on the year. Don't have one here tonight, but they've had a couple of sacrifice bunts to move people along and done just enough. They only have two earned runs in the game. Throw to first base and the runner Cooper Ewell back in safely. Sogard, a junior out of Sacramento, batting from the left side. And here's the pitch fly ball foul. Off the third base side. So a ball and two strikes to Sogard. As he will step back in, Brady. Looking in, has the sign, and here's the pitch. Strike three call on the outside corner. One man out, and Kenny Oyama now will step to the plate. Oyama, the left fielder, has walked, had a sack bunt, walked and flown out to center field. Oyama will step in. He came into the game hitting at 236 with 16 RBIs. Officially 0 for 1 today. And here's the pitch from Brady, and that's up just a little bit high. Ball one. Talked about Oyama's size, 5'2", 150. He is from Tribuco Canyon, California. 
As Ryan Brady trying to work his way out of this jam. Runners at the corners. And that pitch is inside. Ball two. Two and all the count with uh, Brandon Shearer on deck. He's the third baseman. And the pitch, a line drive, left field. Over comes McIntyre. He's got it. Runs going to try to score. Here comes the throw, and he is out at the plate. What a great throw by McIntyre as the tag was put on the runner on his hand. Tremendous throw by Mitch McIntyre. And the score stays 5-1 as LMU is retired here in the eighth inning. We'll go to the ninth right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the bottom of the, uh, or the top of the ninth. What a play by McIntyre. Had to go over and make that catch, and he wasn't in shallow left field, and he threw an absolute bullet to home plate. Noah Hill put the tag on. Tremendous defensive play there by McIntyre. First pitch to Brock Hale is over for a call strike. Frasso still in the ballgame, working in his third inning of work. Here's the pitch to Brock Hill, and that's outside for a ball. Well, the story of the ballgame, Cougars have left uh, 13 men on base here. They've just not been taking advantage of their 10 hits and the opportunities they've given themselves. And then defensively kind of kicked it around with a couple errors to give up 300 runs. Ball and two strikes to Brock Hale. Hale, Clough, and and McNew do up here in the inning. As Hale fouls that pitch off. Nick Frasso, the closer for LMU. Trying to lock this one up. And here's the one-two. Hale fouls another one off. Cougars trying to get some base runners here. Other games this weekend. Pepperdine's at San Francisco. That will be a big series. Both those teams are in the top five in the conference. St. Mary's of Gonzaga, huge with Gonzaga game behind BYU as uh, the weekend starts. Pitches up high for a ball. The other series is uh, San Diego's at Santa Clara. Uh, Portland and Pacific both out of conference this weekend. Here's the 2-2 to Brock. Ball hit right up the middle, right at the second baseman who's got it. We'll throw to first for the out right over the top of the pitcher's head right there. Had to duck to get out of the way of that one as Hale hit it hard. Second baseman Alex Lambeau made the play for out number one. And Jackson Clough will step in. Jackson 0 for 4 today. Flew to center in the first. Popped up to the shortstop in the fourth. Lined out is uh, in the sixth and then grounded out to the shortstop in the seventh. And 
Swings and misses at the first pitch from Frasso. And here is Frasso's 0-1, and Clough fouls that one off, 0-2. Well, these pitchers for LMU have certainly thrown strikes here tonight, where the Cougars have struggled in that regard. As Frasso with the 0-2, here's the pitch. Fouled off again. Especially those middle innings, the Cougars, the fourth through the seventh. They left ten men on base in those four innings alone. And that was really their opportunity when they were down 2-1 to tie it or take the lead. Ball fouled off again by Clough. And the count uh, 0-2 to Jackson with uh, McNew in the on-deck circle. And here is Frassel's pitch. That's outside for a ball. Cougars are 22-0 when they've out-hit their opponents. That streak might come to an end tonight as they've out hit uh, LMU 10-9. Pitch is a curveball. It's up high for ball two. Clough battling up there, working hard, trying to keep the Cougars in this ball game. Two-two pitch. Clough swings and misses. Goes down on strikes. Two men out. And McNew will come up. McNew's had one at bat. He struck out in that uh, one at bat. Third baseman, number 12, D.J. McNew. So McNew will step in. And the first pitch to uh, D.J. is up high, ball one. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Checked his swing, but went around. Cougar batters have struck out 13 times tonight. Up to this point. And here's the 1-1. McNew fouls it off, 1-2. One ball, two strikes, two men out. Cougars down to their last out here, top of the ninth, down five to one. And here is Frasso's pitch. That's outside for a ball. Game two tomorrow night, same time here, night game, 6 o'clock here, 7 o'clock Utah time. We'll have all the action for you here on your new skin BYU radio network as uh, McNew takes a 2-2 pitch up high, ball three. (laughs) 
Three balls, two strikes, two outs. And the pitch, McNew swings and misses. 14th strikeout by this staff of LMU. And the Cougars lose the game one here by a score of 5-1. to one. We'll be back with a postgame right after this on your new skin BYU Sports Radio Network. 